0: It's time, time now, for The Natural Health Show. This is the place, the one and only Natural Health Show, for natural health information and conversations. The Natural Health Show, coming to you in three, two,
1: one. Ladies and gentlemen, your revolution is waiting for you. The personal revolution, the one that wonders What would happen if it ever happened? What would happen if you took back what was yours? If you took back control of your mind, your body, your food, and your medicines, what would happen? A new and committed you would happen. And we're here to help you find that center of power that is the new you. Hi, I'm Steve Herringer. This is what you've been listening for, It's the Natural Health Show. This program is an environment. It's a space, a place where all we focus on is natural health and natural healing. Today, as per usual, Julie Daniluk brings us the Natural Health Show's nutrition break. She says raw, unpasteurized honey is the way to go to fight a sore throat because honey contains hydrogen peroxide. I didn't know that. She has some other fun facts about honey as well. Julie is here in about 15 minutes. Still stuck on honey? Dr. Hal Gunn joins us for our research update. He's also a believer in the powers of honey. He says studies show honey as an effective treatment for nighttime coughs in children. We'll hear more from Hal later in the show. Finally, Dr. Carl, MD, discusses eating for your blood type. Whatever your blood type, he has a diet hint for you and your health. Dr. Carl with his Radical Remedies later this hour. Of course, health highlights are also on the way. By the way, today's show is sponsored by the good people at Sisu. Sisu is making this program possible, and we thank them for their continued support. Today, we're going to explore some natural remedies for ailments that are only too common these days. Pain in the joints, the knees, the arms, the shoulders, the back, and of course, that pain in the neck natural remedies for all of them on the way my guest has been on the natural health show only once before he's a wonderful communicator with a very unique education we're very happy to have him back dr decker weiss is a naturopath and a cardiologist and he's just the guy we want to talk to about finding that perfect mix between the traditional western medical model and the naturopathic model how can they come together to help us deal with pain well we're going to find out today Dr. Weiss, welcome back to The Natural Health Show. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on again. Great to have you join us. You know, uh, I was thinking uh, be, a few days back, you're one of those lucky guys who's found a way to combine an education in what I call TWM, traditional Western medicine, and an education in naturopathy, which is, of course, plant-based medicine. So you're looking at health from both sides. You're a cardiologist and a naturopath. Just tell us again a bit about how you came to combine these two disciplines.
2: Well, I, I, I was in graduate biochemistry program and I was looking where to go to med school. I knew I just didn't want to be. I didn't want to go more of that PhD chemist route. And I applied to a DO school, an MD school, and a naturopathic school. And I looked at all three of them. And, you know, I think if I wanted to be a surgeon, I would have become a, a medical doctor because there's that's really not a model for naturopathic medicine. But for anything else, I really can't see why anybody wouldn't be a naturopathic physician. It's simply, <laughs> there's so many tools we have to help people versus just drugs and surgery and, you know, some physical therapy. It's so limited in conventional medicine. So I chose naturopathic medicine. (laughs) I got some funny looks in my family, uh, but they're very, very glad now because very few medications in any of our family members, and I seem to get uh, plenty of calls that uh, our medical doctor relatives don't get Uh, when they're sick. They tend to call me. So it worked out really well, and, and I just, I've never, even to this day, I've never understood sort of the built-in prejudice that a lot of conventional practitioners have against using a variety of therapeutics. I I always thought that the best way to do something was the simplest, uh, lowest cost, most effective way.
1: This is The Natural Health Show. Steve Herringer with naturopathic cardiologist Dr. Decker Weiss. And... Today, we're going to go deep, deep into the meat of the situation. In fact, down to the bone. <laughs> and why? Because we're looking for increased flexibility and mobility in our joints. We're looking to find ways to repair ourselves so that we can get up and get moving again. And that's not always easy after a bone has been bruised or a muscle or joint has been injured. But today, we're going to find some solutions. Inflammation, you know, is something that, that is, is, is a problem in all walks of life, in all parts of the world, uh, when it, because it relates so closely to pain. And let's, let's look at how inflammation actually becomes a factor in joint pain. Sure. There's largely two ways. You know, one way is wear and tear or
2: trauma. The other is when the body's immune system is confused and starts attacking itself. And we do so badly with both. And this is a medical fact. The number one medicines used for this are a class of medicines called NSAIDs, nonsteroidal anti-inflammatories. Things like ibuprofen and acetaminophen and naproxen that you see on TV advertised every day. Well, yes, they help with pain. But they also destroy connective tissue. And what's interesting about Steve, if we look at rheumatoid arthritis, all of these heavy, heavy drug regimens, these drugs that you can get leukemia from, you're so desperate to get out of pain that you're risking leukemia with some of these medications and lymphoma and some of these different terrible side effects you can get. But most of these people start on high doses of these NSAIDs. And they destroy the connective tissue that you're trying to protect. And then what happens? You go back to your doc and he says, guess what? You're losing more and more connective tissue. Now we have to put you into a more risky drug regimen because we want to protect your connective tissue. It's absolutely ludicrous. Autoimmune is still largely a gut nutritional issue. You can't fix everybody that way, but you can get the majority people under control with the autoimmune versions with nutritional supplements for inflammation, good gut gut health, integrus probiotics, those types of things, and good amount of exercise, clean food, clean water. Uh,
1: Are are you a believer in, in cold packs or heat packs for pain relief? I think the first 24
2: hours, there's no doubt that you can receive some benefit, uh, you know, in a trauma or an acute flare of rheumatic uh, rheumatoid arthritis or whatever. You can get a good benefit for 24 hours, sometimes 48. After that, it's pretty obvious that heat tends to work better. The more circulation you have, the better. Okay, so you
1: would start with ice? Start with ice, yeah.
2: And I think the, the, the problem with ice really comes in twofold. One is too long, and the other is too cold because a lot of people don't use ice. They use these chemical packs that are lower than freezing water, and you can damage <laughs> tissue, right? right. And, and you've got to be careful. A lot of those lunch pack things, right, and the stuff right. that they ship yeah. lab equipment in, right? Yes. So or, or lab testing. So you don't want to go get ever. get too cold. I, I use frozen peas, that's
1: the old school
2: way. <laughs> I love frozen peas. You know, my wife needs to make sure not to cook them because they've been sitting on my my bad knee or something like that. But I, I like it in molds. To it, I then tape it there. And I generally, you know, when it turns red from the cold, you've gone a little too long, and that's okay. what people don't understand. Cold makes you vasoconstrict, bringing blood back in from the surface back down, and then it'll eventually start to come out, and that's the beginnings of frostbite and things. So generally 20 minutes is about all there is. The exception, Steve, though, is if when you're just trying to get out of pain. Sometimes it is, you know, you you leave it on, you know, 10, 15 minutes, take it off. When it really starts to hurt, you can do that. And if you can do that for a day or so and really help – not use an ibuprofen or acetaminophen
1: I think it's worth it natural solutions for joint and muscle pain that's what we're looking for you're listening to the natural health show we believe we can take control of our bodies and our minds by becoming our own health detectives we're back after Julie Daniluk and the natural health shows nutrition break stay with us
3: Hello, my name is Julie Daniluk, nutritionist and author of Meals That Heal Inflammation and Slimming Meals That Heal. Did you know that the average North American consumes 150 pounds of refined sugar and corn syrup a year? That amount can dramatically impact your health, increasing the risk of heart disease and inflammation. Thankfully, raw unpasteurized honey is different than other sweeteners. It contains small amounts of folate, choline, calcium, magnesium, potassium and selenium, but its biggest benefit is its hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide is proven to have antioxidant and antibacterial qualities that inhibit the growth of bacteria. Enjoy raw honey next time you feel a tickle in your throat mixed with warm water and lemon juice. Honey also contains small amounts of pollen that help your body build immunity to airborne allergies. Honey consists of two simple sugars, glucose and fructose, which are absorbed at different rates in the body. It's best to spread out your consumption of raw honey over the course of the day and combine it with healthy fats, fiber and protein for ultimate health. To learn more about the power of healing foods, visit my website at juliedaniluk.com.
0: The Natural Health Show's Nutrition Break is brought to you by the muscle ache and pain solution, MagSense.
1: This is it, the one and only Natural Health Show, the most listened to natural health radio program in Canada. Thank you for joining us today. Dr. Decker Weiss, naturopathic cardiologist, is my guest. And you know, you don't have to be a runner to have knee pain, but it helps. You don't have to be slammed into the boards by an NHL defenseman to have back pain, but it helps. Sometimes you don't have to do anything to be visited by joint pain. And Dr. Weiss, what are the most common types of joint pain? Well, and people don't always think of it as a joint, but you always start with back pain, okay?
2: You always start with back pain, and back pain, it it ages you in so many ways. You know, one is the pain itself ages you, but the other is that you become less mobile. And as humans and animals and, you know, across every species in the planet— When we lose our mobility, we get old. I, I remember a famous orthopedic surgeon saying that you're as old as your back is. And I thought that was a great, great idea, a great concept to teach people. And as we get older, we really have to supplement not just for inflammation but to protect our backs. And then the other is generally knee and hip. That's where you see it as we get older. They're vulnerable areas. Hips lose blood supplies as they age, so they can become quite vulnerable. Osteoporosis affects it, and knees because uh, everybody's uh, the same size. Knees and down. So a lot of times through sports injuries, they twisted them up pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes you wonder, you know, where these aches and pains come from. You know, with 360 joints in the human body. Of course, there's lots of opportunity for strain and pain. And let's just revisit, again, some of the over-the-counter medications for pain, which you mentioned earlier, Advil, Aleve, Tylenol, mm-hmm. these sorts of things. Um, how do these alleviate pain? They are blocking pain centers or something in our brain. Is that correct? Yeah, they, they, they block a specific
2: pathway, uh, the the part of the lipoxyoxygenase A system. That, that's where they block. They do a very effective way to do it. But they also, with it, They affect another pathway that will uh, cause our stomachs to become irritated, eventually GI bleeding, along with a lot of other side effects. So it's something that... that You take the good and the bad. Now, ones like Celebrex came out and they said, we only affect that one pathway. We don't cause GI irritation. It was bunk. Not only did it cause GI irritation, but it was pulled off the market for a while because of strokes. So, you know, you asked a very important question, Steve, about why are we getting these pains we have to remember that we've become such an NSAID society that our kid gets a knee injury and they get Tylenol for three weeks. Uh, you, you know, you have a fever. Now you have more of these things. And then we're surprised in our 30s, 40s and 50s that our joints hurt. We're paying a price for early poor decisions.
1: It's estimated we're going to move into some heavier painkillers here. It's estimated that between 26 and 36 million people abuse opioids worldwide. So what do you think? Do we have an opiate crisis in this world? We've had one. Uh, We're just getting
2: around to actually talking about it. And the reason the opioid crisis is getting big is because of the heroin use. So the opioid crisis became big uh, by doctors addicting patients. Now, I'm not blaming doctors all the time on this. You know, I mean, We have our faults. Doctors don't want people to be in pain, so when their doctors aren't making a bunch of money Prescribing opiates, uh, they may make a little bit on a visit, but they may be prescribing opiates just to get people out the door and moving and stopping complaining. But anyway, the doctors got a lot of patients addicted. Then, you know, rampant amounts of opioids, and uh, as far as drug abuse and being used illegally, uh, being used for buzzes and to get through work and things like that. And then a cheaper version came around a few years called heroin. And heroin can give you a opiate buzz, but it's easier to get cheaper cost, believe it or not. So the, really the main reason the opioids are coming out as far as all of a sudden this big crisis is because of the heroin problem. And and now we have two, two issues. Now we have opioid problems and heroin problems. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, in, in the States, the American Medical Association took a nice step and they, they say you need to reduce use of opioids for pain and not consider it first line. But they don't have any options. It's the same thing. Okay, now instead of being out of pain, you just suffer. Well, nobody's going to suffer. They're going to go right back on their opiates. This is absolutely ridiculous. And if one doctor won't give it to them, another will, or they'll drive down to Mexico, or they'll go someplace uh, to a local you know, area and find somebody selling it. Pa- patients are not going to live in pain. And it's right. very arrogant to say, OK, don't prescribe these pain meds and not talk about things like uh, natural products that help with pain and things like that. It really bothers me. You know, Patients are going to
1: suffer unnecessarily now. A look at trending news in the world of natural health, Health Highlights, is on the way in just a few minutes. Okay, let's get to some of those natural medicines we were talking about. Glucosamine, for example, has been around for a long, long time, very popular for joint care. Uh, Tell us a little bit about how glucosamine works. Well, you you know, glucosamine works by
2: replacing, uh, you know, things in the joint that the joint may lack as we age or the disease has taken out of the joint. When you look at glucosamine, chondroitin, MSM, add sulfur. What we're doing is somebody looked at joints and said, you know, a lot of the stuff in glucosamine is also missing in joints. And if we start giving it, let's see if the joints will uptake them and will allow it. Medical doctors looked at us and said, we're crazy. We're absolutely crazy. You're going to give it, they're just going to pee it out and it's going to be a waste of time. But there was a huge response. Steve, you know the history of natural medicine. Glucosamine might have been one of the things that really helped reestablish natural medicine. And here's the only trick, though. Glucosamine does take a couple weeks when it's given by itself, about 10 days to two weeks to really kick in and start to feel it. But on the other side of that, glucosamine is the opposite of things like NSAIDs, like Tylenol and those things. The longer you're on it, the more benefit because you're going to continue to help build that joint.
1: And, and as I said, and, and as you know, it's been around for a long time. What about other natural pain relievers that you can tell us about? Uh, what's out in the natural plant-based world that can help us uh, get pain relief? Well, the curcumins are getting
2: better and better. And when you're looking at absorption and retention in the bloodstream of curcumin, you also are getting kind of an opposite effect of NSAIDs. You know, NSAIDs will help with pain, but then you get joint destruction. You get lots of other bad side effects. Curcumins, you actually get a help, you know, I believe, and through the over 6,000 studies on curcumin, you also get a reduction in uh, cancer and in dementia. So, The curcumin just doesn't point to your knee and help it. It points to your knee, your brain, your lungs, anywhere that has inflammation. It helps try and regulate it, not just by that lipoxyoxygenase system and things like that, but also through cytokine management and other other reasons why we get inflamed. And, And we like that in medicine where we have multiple ways of attacking pain pathways, not just relying
1: on one and hoping it works. Now, again, is, is it is there is there any um, other plants that are sure. going to help us yeah. uh, with, this, really with this? A couple really worth mentioning. One is
2: white willow. Now, white willow, most people know, is where we get aspirin from. Well, we haven't gotten aspirin from white willow for a long, long time. It's made by little bacteria in, in labs, most likely. But white willow is the whole plant versus the one part that can be toxic. White willow... I have looked at dozens and dozens of studies on white willow. We see two consistent things. One is pretty close to the same pain relief as aspirin. Pretty close. Not quite there, but pretty darn close. And we're talking about maybe taking a little bit more, and that's it. The other thing is we do not see the bleeding That you get from aspirin. I have never, I have patients who've taken white willow for decades. I have never seen bleeding or GI irritation from white willow. So, those of you with sensitive stomachs, feel reassured that white willow will not affect it. Also, when you look at, there is a botanical wonderful one one called Boswellia. Now, Boswellia is known for that five locks pathway. It is known to strongly affect that. And it goes well with things like turmeric and ginger. Uh, It it, it balances those things off. Uh, When you look at joint health, Getting something to rebuild the joints, like a collagen 2, type 2 collagen, or a glucosamine. And then you start to manipulate these pathways in order to get your body to understand that we want this inflammation under control, but we don't want to hurt the brain and the tissues in, in a way, but we manipulate those pathways favorably. We are getting tremendous
1: results. Time now for the Natural Health Show's Health Highlights. More with Dr. Decker Weiss in just a moment. It's a hand picked, free range, not from concentrate, organically digitized, original program. It's the one and only Natural Health Show. Health Highlights is a look at trending news in the world of natural health. Health Highlights is sponsored by Vista Magazine, and Vista Magazine is Canada's organic lifestyle magazine. We thank them for being part of the Natural Health Show every weekend. Spring is a natural time to think about hitting the dietary reset button. There is no right way to spring clean your diet, just get a start on it. Choose foods that support your body's natural detoxification process and that fuel your life force, that prana or chi. Phytochemicals in plants absorb sunlight, giving them their rich colors and vibrant flavors. We eat that. When we eat these foods, the energy is transferred to us. That's how we get that chi. Donna is here, and we're going to look at eight spring foods that are perfect to start the seasonal reset. Here's reset food number one, asparagus. Asparagus contains glutathione, a powerful antioxidant known for its role in supporting the body's natural
4: detoxification process
1: carried out by the liver.
4: And asparagus cooks very quickly, making it an easy addition to an omelette in the morning. Just don't overcook it. What's better than starting your day with a fresh green veggie? Here's spring
1: reset food number two, avocados. Along with asparagus, avocados also are
4: rich in glutathione. This powerful antioxidant supports the liver in getting rid of harmful materials. Avocados are also a fun addition to a smoothie.
1: Don't forget reset food number three, lemons. The volatile oils in the rind of the lemon are called limonoids. These chemicals, in addition to the juice of the lemon,
4: support healthy digestion. And lemons are also abundant in vitamin C, which boosts your immune system while fighting free radical damage to the body. We like
1: walnuts around here, high in ALA, alpha-linolenic acid, a type of omega-3 fat that not only boosts brain power, it also supports detoxification in the body.
4: And you know what to do here. Toss them on a salad or just enjoy them as a snack, or as we do in our oatmeal.
1: In our oatmeal. Don't forget reset food number five. It's garlic. Raw garlic, in particular, activates liver enzymes. Might not do much for your interpersonal relationships, but it does help your body to destroy
4: unwanted chemicals and toxins. So mince or chop fresh garlic. Let it sit on the counter for a minute or two and then add it to a salad dressing or a really nice olive oil for dipping vegetables or crusty bread.
1: Dandelion. Don't forget about dandelion. That pesky lawn weed does have medicinal properties.
4: And the root of the dandelion makes a great tea that has been shown to help the liver rid the body of toxins. The tea is a tad bitter, so add a splash of local honey.
1: Don't forget about beets. Continue eating these root veggies
4: well into spring. Beets benefit the overall health of the liver while also boosting cardiovascular endurance. Roast, juice, or shred them on a salad. The last of our spring reset foods is actually a drink, green tea.
1: Nothing says spring better than iced tea. Why not make it iced green tea? And
4: green tea is high in catechins which cleanse the body and support liver health. Add a bit of mint, a refreshing twist.
1: You know, spring is a natural time of transition. Those are our favorite spring reset foods. This slice of springtime comes to us from Kimberly Evans at mindbodygreen.com. Thanks, Donna. Thank you, Steve. The Natural Health Show's health highlights are sponsored by Vista Magazine, Canada's organic lifestyle magazine. Ask for Vista Magazine at your local natural health store. Back with more in just a moment. revolution continues as we search for the ways and means of taking back control over our food our bodies our minds and our healing you're listening to the natural Health Show and Steve Harris you're along with naturopathic cardiologist dr. Decker Weiss natural approaches to joint pain that's our topic. Uh, in terms of, of joint protection, uh, Dr. Weiss, do you think a, a warm-up routine before exercise is good, or should we just ease into the exercise lightly and then and then move on in intensity? What, what do you think works best from a joint protection point of view?
2: Boy, isn't it crazy that how we stretch is still argued? Yeah, it just is amazing. Medicine—it always blows my mind that we're still trying to figure out the best way. Here's what the latest I believe, from both data as well as my patients, and that is that a fairly light stretch initially, but you do do some stretching. Um, then through your workout, if you need to, you stretch a little bit more. But the most important stretch is after the workout. After the okay. workout seems to after be after the fact. After the fact seems to be the best because it keeps you more loose as you go in. I know when I overstretch going into something, I don't. It just doesn't seem to perform as well. Uh, but some people really need more of a of unique stretch. But there is an absolute must to stretch during your cool down. This okay. is going to benefit those ligaments and and all of those joints uh, more long term.
1: Okay, that's a good tip. Uh, are there nutrients when we, when we walk into the health food store? Mm-hmm. Uh, what nutrients can we find that can support our, our joint health? Well, first of all, step number one was walking into a
2: health food store, understanding that this is a place you can get out of pain. OK, we need to think of health food stores as pain relief stores, as heart protection stores, et cetera. We need to reframe for the whole public how we're doing that. Sorry, a bit of my soapbox. You know me, Steve. I'm, I'm with you on that. <laughs> so, um, you know, generally what we like to do is go with a lot of combination products. We like, you know, some curcumin's and some turmeric's and some cayennes and some gingers and things. And then we will additionally get good amounts of a couple things to really help a formula focus. Um, example, Sisu 7. When you're looking at that product— they figured out how to get seven ingredients in and get all of that benefit that you would get from just glucosamine, but a lot better. And let me explain. So in c 7 you'll have a boswellic acid, and it's a not just any boswellia. Research has shown that this affects those NSAID-like pathways with no side effects. In conjunction with that, glucosamine doesn't fit in a capsule too well. It's too big. You have to use 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams minimum. So it doesn't work and play well in combination formulas uh, very well. There's, people started to look at other things the joints were made of, specifically collagens. We were looking at collagen. Maybe if we use some collagen, it could work again as well as glucosamine. And bang, the UC2 brand, this type was researched and found it worked just as well as 1,500 milligrams of glucosamine. So the advantage for us in natural medicine is that we can now put seven ingredients in instead of just one as far as glucosamine. And I know I'm stumbling through this, but in essence what I'm saying is the technology that the UC2 collagen folks did allowed us to do joint paints better. We can now put a big amount of that boswellic acid in. We can put that collagen in. Now we're getting all of that glucosamine building joint effect. And then blend in those botanicals, a little bit of cayenne for circulation, that will really make it very, very powerful. And what did we get when you researched the formula And as early as seven days, you're starting to get joint relief. Now, I know somebody's out there saying, hey, Decker, I take my Tylenol. I feel better tomorrow. Yes, you can feel better tomorrow by taking Tylenol. But if you use a little ice and you start taking the Czu 7 – and you ease into it, and, and it's not like you're not going to get some pain relief or you know, in that first seven days. You're going to get some, but it's going to tailor down and really start to, fake, t- to take that effect in seven days. Okay. Now we can compete. Steve, you know we've got to take people out of the pharmacies and get them into the health food store so we have to do well with pain. But when we are dealing with joint pain, we're building cartilage. We are supporting ligaments. We're not destroying cartilage. We're not destroying ligaments. So it's very exciting. And that's that, Sisu
1: number seven. You're with The Natural Health Show. Thanks for being part of the program still to come. Of course, our research update from Inspire Health and Dr. Hal Gunn. You stole my my next question, which is, is this going to work quickly? We're in a world where, uh, you know, immediacy is what we want. We want immediate pain relief. I, look, I don't live on a mountain somewhere where I'm preaching. If
2: somebody's suffering, I will give them an occasional acetaminophen while this stuff is kicking in. Now, I do a little more different. Sisu 7 is designed for one daily. I will have people take one twice a day with like an acute injury. That's why I say it really starts working with you know a lot faster, because I give a little higher dose. I'm a doctor. I'm allowed to recommend it. I will go one twice a day. I have no problem saying that on the radio. I think it's very safe. It's a lot safer than using Tylenol or ibuprofen that's been shown to double the risk of heart attack in patients. So at least I don't have a worry I'm inducing a potential disaster down the road. But I will mm-hmm. go one twice a day. And then usually in three to four days, patients are really starting to get more under control, as as long as they're using some ice for pain, and if something breaks through, you can use an occasional Tylenol. But dice but day seven, this really starts to kick
1: in. And, so and no again, problem with mixing. No problem with mixing the two of them.
2: Yeah, there's no problem. My patients have done it forever, and they'll look at me. It's very funny, Steve. They'll apologize because they know how I feel about ibuprofen and naproxen and these things. <laughs> they know because I'm a cardiologist. Why is a cardiologist talking about joint pain? Because I have to. I'm trying to put myself out of business. I'm gonna be too busy as long as people. are are out there popping acetaminophen and ibuprofen for, for pain, cardiologists are going to be busy. You're going
0: to be busy. That's
2: right. So let's now, get I, me out of business, and I'm going to come in and meet you. are going to do a radio show together. Hey, I'm, I'm all for
1: that. I, I, I love you as a guest uh, I, because you're, you've, you're full of opinions, and I love to hear that. Now, I'm, I want to get your opinion on this. Sure. What's the difference between how a naturopath looks at pain treatment and how traditional Western medicine looks at pain treatment? Yeah, and it's very different. When you, I was surprised. When I went into a
2: conventional training model after naturopathic med school, everything was you have to treat what's right in front of you. So if somebody comes in knee pain, here's an opiate, here's an NSAID. you got to put the knee pain away. If somebody's not sleeping, here's a drug you immediately need to sleep. A, a naturopath might say, look, your knee's going to be a little bit sore for a little while. Use some ice. Uh, maybe we'll do a couple of acupuncture treatments. But we don't want to use the NSAIDs because I don't want the cardiovascular risk. And you've now had joint destruction. We need to start rebuilding that joint. So we'll immobilize it the same. We'll use ice a little bit differently. We'll use a lot of hot and cold and hot and cold uh, hydrotherapy. And that's one of my favorite things is you have a bag of ice and a heat pack and you alternate them. You know, one minute cold, three minutes hot, you finish on cold. That's my favorite thing to do. And boy, does that work well. Go ahead. So oh, go ahead. Sorry. And then, you know, getting like the csu seven on board one twice a day. And then when it calms down and it does calm down, then we now start them right into physical therapy. But the thing is, see, we think long term, it's like learning to drive a car. The medical doctors who I trained with and who I see trained even still, it's like all they see is what's 10 feet in front of their bumper. OK, if that's all you're going to do, acetaminophen, ibuprofen, that's okay. But if you're looking 10 feet in front of the bumper and you're looking at the big picture, you're a 50-year-old guy, you want to get to 85 years old and you want to still be able to ski or you want to still be able to walk around the block or maybe go for a jog or you want to walk around uh, Paris, whatever you want to do, if you're viewing that as part of your medical obligation. Your medical obligation is not 10 feet in front of you. It's also the big picture. That's the way a naturopath thinks. There you go with your type 2 collagens. There's your, you know, research shown boswellic acids. There is your other combination of things. But that is rebuilding that joint with the type 2 collagen and is getting that inflammation out of the joint and protecting the other parts of your body with the boswellic acids. Really
1: cool model. Naturopathic doctor, cardiologist, and best selling author Decker Weiss is here. You're with the Natural Health Show. I'm Steve Herringer. Let's get to our research update now from Inspire Health. Stay with us.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Hal Gunn, a physician at Inspire Health. Did you know honey appears to be an effective treatment for nighttime coughs caused by upper respiratory infections in children? A variety of health claims for honey date back to ancient times. A recent study in 300 children with upper respiratory infections and nighttime coughs showed that honey was more effective than a placebo preparation in reducing coughing and improving sleep. This study adds further evidence to earlier findings suggesting that honey is an effective treatment for mild nighttime cough in children. But be aware that honey is not recommended for infants under one year of age due to a small risk of botulism. For more research on integrative cancer care, please check Inspire Health's free online research information system at inspirehealth.ca.
0: The Natural Health Show's research update
1: is presented by Inspire Health. Investigate inspirehealth.ca. Hey, I know you've been waiting. Waiting to hit that speed dial and get in on the winning. And it's now time to do just that. I have a beautiful $150 natural health gift basket to give away. From our sponsor this hour, Sisu Vitamins, just be the 15th caller at 1-855-333-8647 to say, I listen to the natural health show, Revolution, and that gift basket is yours. Toll-free number, here it is again, 1-855-333-8647. Back with more in just a moment. Hey, it's all about taking back control of our own health and our own healing the natural way. Welcome back to The Natural Health Show. We are in a world of pain. At least we're talking about it today with just the guy we want to talk about it with. Joint care, joint health, joint pain. That's our topic. Physiotherapy, acupuncture, massage. uh, What's your take on relieving pain with uh, with those therapies? Well, they all can work. But
2: physical therapy, let's separate that out a little bit from things like acupuncture and massage. Physical therapy, you will not recover from any joint injury, including back injury, without physical therapy. Now, that that can be yoga. Okay, We're not talking – you have to go to it. All advanced systems of medicine have a physical and an herbal component. So if you were, had a knee injury and you were in India and you want to see a traditional doctor there, they would show you yoga poses to help your knees, to help rebuild and do that. And then they would make up some kind of tea with glandulars and things that would probably have the type 2 collagens and the boswellic acids and some turmeric smidges and all that stuff in it. And you would have both. And that's how you recover. Our physical side has been, you know, basically just got down to physical therapy. But yoga can be in there. Tai Chi can be in there. Anything that is getting circulation and effort into those joints. We don't use them. We lose them. And there's this thing, you know,
1: rest a joint. Yeah, you do. But for a short time. Let's talk about, uh, if we can, the, the mind. The mind and pain. And where does the mind come into play with, with chronic pain?
2: Well, boy, you know, the psychology of people in chronic pain, huh? Really big stuff. Very, very difficult. Very complex.
1: I'll, well, this I'll... is what I'm thinking because it, it's, it's uh, you know, you, you, you want to deal with this pain that's, that's, that you're trying to work with, with <laughs> natural products. But still, it's playing on your mind, whether you're thinking of uh, it's, uh, you know, what am I going to be like in two years? What Mm -hmm. am I going to be like in three months? This sort of thing. Uh, what What do you hear from people that you talk with?
2: Well, we know positive attitudes experience less pain with the same injury. So we know that. The data is very clear. We also know when we look at central nervous system activity, positive attitudes usually come with appropriate neurotransmitter levels that help balance cytokines and pain. So what I just said in Latin is the same thing. Positive attitudes help pain. As physicians, we've done a terrible job. Terrible. What do we do? You come in, we show you an x-ray or an MRI, and we say, yeah, you're really in pain. And this is what you can do. We did a terrible job. We have disempowered patients disempowered them totally what i have to say is that you have to become empowered to do the best that you possibly can with the pain and no matter what go on with your life so people for example that have really really bad knees and they're on walkers and things like that well get in your walker and go to a movie get out and do things and keep moving and keep busy don't quit Stay yeah, positive in what you're doing. And you know, I know if you're out there and you're listening, you're in pain and you're like, it's easy for him to stay, stay, stay positive. I, nobody said, please understand it. I didn't say it's easy. What I'm saying, it's necessary. It's necessary to stay positive with chronic pain. But also, there's always been somebody with your injury that has gotten out of pain. Always. There's every kind of story in the book. There's people with cancer throughout their whole bodies and they have no symptoms and then they're 100 years old and they go and people do an autopsy and go this guy's had terrible cancer through his whole body for at least 20 years. What was going on that they never had a symptom. The mm-hmm. mind is still, you know, that mind and spirit is still the master controller of things. And I guarantee if you do anything like as simple as you start these activities, you'll get better. And there's one point there, Steve. You don't have to get over the pain immediately like it's gone. It can slowly You can slowly improve over time. Look. Sisu number seven, it's not going to get you out of all of your pain in as little as four to seven days or whatever. But the longer you're on it, you're doing your physical therapy, maybe some acupuncture, all of a sudden you start feeling a little bit better. Maybe the pain was at an eight. Now it's at a four. It may not all go away. Be patient with it. The natural stuff will work. It's just like Novocaine. Keep giving Sisu number seven and it'll work. But be patient with it. And then as you get a little bit better, your attitude should change a little bit and so on and so forth.
1: You're listening to the one and only Natural Health Show. And, uh, Dr. Weiss, can can we take a few minutes now and do a review of our conversation? Uh, We have covered a lot, but uh, let's do a little recap, outlining some of the, the natural remedies for pain relief. Well, natural remedies, first of all, understand that
2: there are some. Second of all, understand That when you go with a natural model of pain relief, physical therapy, ice mixed with heat and so on, herbals, collagens and things like that, you can rebuild the joints while resolving your pain. When you go into a conventional model, you can help with the pain But you also damage intestinal systems, raise your risk of heart attack, and destroy joints over time. Ask any physical therapist. They will tell you this. When we're looking at stuff, we like combinations. The exciting thing about building joints is this collagen type 2, this UC2-branded, researched collagen to get in there. and, And as little as, you know, something like I believe it's, like, you know, 10 to 100 milligrams, right in there, you will get this branded collagen to do the job of 1,500 milligrams of glucosamine, which is really exciting because now we can add in additional things like boswellic acid. There's another form, a branded form of boswellia out there. It's called five locks in advanced. This isn't just boswellia growing on some dirt patch at some dirty farm. This is researched natural medicines for pain relief and to help your joints recover.
1: Now, you've had a, a, a very unique educational experience. I, I think it's, uh, I know I keep coming back to this, but it's mm-hmm. very interesting that you have uh, been able to encompass the Western uh, traditional Western medical model and the plant-based model. In other words, you're a naturopath, you're a cardiologist. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to know, as we, as we end our interview today, I wanted to hear your response to this next question. I want to know if there's a specific misconception we're we're busting myths here, a misconception mm-hmm. the public has about natural health that you'd like to clear up. You you know what you've cleared up a lot today, mm-hmm. but is there is there one specific misconception that maybe you see a lot in your patients that you'd like to clear up?
2: Yeah, I think that it's when you're really sick, you need to go see the medical doctor. You know. You know, not necessarily we're talking about hospital based where you should only be in a hospital if you have a risk of dying or a risk of significant loss of quality of life. Like you shattered your leg in five places and need surgery. That's what conventional medicine is good for, pulling you back from death and, you know, maybe fixing bones and that stuff. But the sicker you are, the bigger the place natural medicine has in your life. not the less. people I see who get cancer say, oh, well, you know, hey, listen, it's something serious. You know, I may have used Su 7. Yeah, that got me over my joint pain, but this is cancer. Well, let me tell you, the more serious it is, the more you have to incorporate in natural medicine because it is unnatural to get sick. It is a violation of nature's laws. It is unnatural to get cancer. Something in your immune system, something naturally went awry. And yes, you may be able to get cancer once or suppress it for a while, but you're never going to truly recover unless you get natural medicine involved. So, you, so I think that's the biggest misconception is, well, when it's really serious, I'll, I'll only go to my medical right. doctor. This is a terrible
1: mistake. Decker, it's been a fantastic uh, conversation, as it it always is, and I look forward to another uh, conversation. I know we have one, I think, next month, and uh, looking forward to that. Thanks so much for dropping into the studio today. Oh, my pleasure. This is the Natural Health Show, where every time we hit the air, we make a point of bringing our listeners the views and opinions of top-notch natural health practitioners. We're taking back control of our health one show at a time right here, and I hope you've enjoyed this one. I'm Steve Herringer. My guest has been Dr. Decker Weiss, a naturopath and cardiologist. He joined us from Phoenix, Arizona. Back with final messages right after the Natural Health Show's Radical Remedies. Time now for the Natural Health Show's Radical Remedies, a look at current research-based therapies that
0: are making a difference. Radical Remedies is brought to you by vitarock.com
6: Hi, I'm Dr. Carl, Medical Director at vitarock.com Eating for blood type. Eating for a blood type entails eating only specific foods which are compatible with our red blood cell markers or red blood cell antigens. The theory goes that specific foods react with these red blood cell antigens to cause either a positive or a negative impact on our health, vitality, and energy level. Although further research is needed in this area, preliminary data is very promising. Personally, I can also attest that this specific diet approach has had a tremendous positive impact on my health. The general diet approach to a type O blood is a high protein diet, primarily composed of lean red meat, chicken, fish and vegetables, but very low on grains, breads, pastas, beans, and dairy. For a type A blood type, the ideal is a meat-free diet based on fruits and vegetables, beans, legumes, and whole grains. For type B blood, the best are green vegetables, eggs, red meat, and low-fat dairy. Try to avoid chicken, corn, wheat, buckwheat lentils, tomatoes, peanuts, and sesame seeds. And finally, with respect to the AB blood type, the best is a diet rich in tofu, seafood, and green vegetables. Individuals with this blood type should avoid caffeine, including coffee, alcohol, as well as smoked and cured meats. The other important point to keep in mind is that all blood types are universal blood donors especially the Rh-negative subtype. And the AB blood types are universal blood receivers. In other words, they can receive blood from all other blood types. Try eating for your blood type, and the effects could be quite astonishing. I'm Dr. Carl, MD. The Natural Health Show's Radical
0: Remedies is brought to you by Viterock.com.
1: Thanks to special guest, naturopathic cardiologist, Dr. Decker Weiss. Also want to thank our sponsor this hour, Sisu. Sisu Vitamins has made this hour possible, and we thank them for helping us bring this show to air. Thanks also to all who have helped put the show together, producers Pat Glover and John Rothorn, and my lovely program co-creator, and that is Donna. Of course, you can revisit this and all of our past programs by simply visiting our website, thenaturalhealthshow.ca you can find us on iTunes by going to the iTunes store and doing a search for The Natural Health Show podcasts are free so take a look and take a listen for us on iTunes we're also on Facebook and YouTube with our Natural Health Minutes which are also seen on City TV in Toronto and in Vancouver so look for us online and on air we're there and we're waiting for you of course, you can always connect with us at info at the If you'd like to know more about our show or about our guests, don't hesitate to connect. Info at naturalhealthshow.ca Join us next weekend, same place, same space, as we continue on our search for natural health remedies that can help us live our lives the happy, healthy way. You know it's all good every weekend right here. The revolution continues. Be well and be back next time for more of The Natural Health Show. I'm Steve Herringer. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to remind yourself today of all the good things you've done and continue to do to make this world a positive and beautiful place. You make valuable contributions each and every day. Oh, and of course, you know and I know that it's you that make this show go. And we thank you next time.